Hello and welcome to Life Save Her, the podcast. This is a podcast for all of my women, men you can listen to, but for all of my women to come get a weekly dose of some self-care, some self-help, and tips to live the life that you desire. I'm your host, Brittany A. Johnson. I want to set this disclaimer. While I am a licensed mental health counselor and I am going to be talking about mental health and life-related topics, this is not a substitute for therapy. This is an addition, this is a bonus, this is that kind of added support so that you have what you need in and outside of session. If you need a therapist, I encourage you to reach out to different therapists in your area, or you may also email me to get a list of therapists that I may recommend. Stay tuned for today's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of Life Save Her, the podcast. Today, I have Joanne on with me, and we are going to have a conversation about pivoting and what that looks like, why we need to pivot, why maybe we shouldn't pivot, and all things related. So thank you, Joanne, for being a guest on the episode. Sure. Thanks for having me on, Brittany. Yes. So tell the listeners all about who you are and how you decided to, that pivoting was what you needed to talk about and, you know, just the story behind it. Yeah. So I am a former teacher and I taught for 15 years as a school teacher and also as a reading specialist um, for kindergarten through sixth grade. And I left teaching. I tried to leave teaching actually a couple of times, but I finally was officially able to leave teaching right when the pandemic started and things were shifting around a lot in schools and mm-hmm. it was just the the pushing point for me. And um, so now what I'm doing is I own my own online business. I'm an entrepreneur and I literally would have no idea just two and a half years ago what this whole online business space was about. I never would have thought I could have been an entrepreneur or a business owner because I've just been a teacher my whole life. Got my training in teaching, got my degree in teaching. And so to be able to say this is just, it's still pretty incredible. So yes, I own my own business and I started as a virtual assistant and then uh, pivoted into copywriting, found my passion in that. And now I'm specifically in email copywriting and I do copy coaching too for other women entrepreneurs. So okay. it's awesome. I love it. It is so much fun to me. Yes. Yeah, so that is one of the areas that is like, I see it. I hear about it. I see people looking for copyright coaches or for someone to do that. Can you give us just a little bit about what that looks like? What do you do? Yeah, sure. I am totally nodding right now and realizing that this is audio. I know I do it all the time. (laughs) I'm just going to nod. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. So copywriting again, two and a half years ago, I had copywriting to me was like legal, legal copyrights. (laughs) That's what I think about every time I hear it. I'm like, I know that's not what it is, but yeah. (laughs) So Basically, copywriting is like the words in marketing. If you think about graphic designers, they kind of do like the visuals, the logo Mm -hmm. um, for for brands. The copywriters are are the words part of it. And so any kind of words on websites, 
know, packaging you see at the grocery store, um, any like email newsletters for businesses, that's okay. all copywriting. And so basically I like to think of copywriting as like, um, you are persuading someone to take an action. Okay. And that's kind of the difference between people get confused between copywriting and content writing, like content yes. writing, like a, writing a blog is more about you're, you're, you're providing content mm -hmm. and um, people can learn something from it. And it may not have any kind of like specific, it, it just, it's not leading from A to B and the, the ultimate action is this is the action we want you to take. So copywriting can take the content and go from A to B and say, okay, now take this action with me. <laughs> okay, I like that. So it's almost like a mixture of like ghost writing and like marketing. I mean, like true, like print marketing. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So, and then copy coaching is basically where, so I had been doing a lot of done for you services where I wrote, I was writing email sequences for my clients. Okay. And then got to a point in my business where I felt like, not felt like my business coach <laughs> encouraged me to think about doing copy coaching. And I said, I don't know. I'm not a coach. You know, I, I help with my clients are coaches, um, but I'm, I'm not a coach. And we, we kind of had to work through what was going on behind that. I was so uncomfortable. Okay. I just felt like I was squirming. And then we got kind of got through it. And she said, you know, I'd like to be your first copy coach client. I said, okay, here we go. And so yes. actually it has been really rewarding and I, I really enjoy that work. And so basically what I do is I, it's kind of a mix between teaching and coaching. Mm -hmm. So the teaching part is helping my clients who are other women entrepreneurs um, build up their copywriting skills. Okay. And that is really about, you know, understanding your just really understanding your community and your audience and where they're at, what do they need to hear, what's going to help them build that trust with you and help them take an action. And the um, other piece of the coaching is uh, really about releasing any blocks around writing okay, or selling or marketing for their business, which can, there, there can be a lot. And I know we're not alone in that. I mean, I, yes. have, I had to go through that as well. <laughs> I was going to say you you were able to do that yourself, it sounds like. And then now you can yeah. help other people. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, if you don't mind sharing, like, what do you feel like was the biggest kind of thing holding you back from feeling like you could be a coach? Because I feel like being a teacher, part of that outside of giving instruction is coaching people to like retain, you know, practice the material and, and retain and like keeping them motivated. So it feels like it would be kind of an easy transition. But what do you what was kind of the biggest roadblock for you? Do you feel like? Oh, that's a really great question. I actually just wrote about this to my own email list. OK, about the origin story of how I how I became I, I do copy coaching now. <clears throat> And I was kind of thinking, I was reflecting, going, okay, what what was it that was kind of blocking me there? And I feel like teaching feels maybe a little more predictable to me because I had done it for so long. Okay. Uh-huh. So I I know how, you know, I know how to create a curriculum. I know how to 
backward design something. I know how to create objectives and all these, like all these things where you can almost, it's, there's like a feeling of control because you can create an experience through designing curriculum and what, what story are you going to tell to help engage, you know, the students and all that. And then for coaching, it felt like to me more unpredictable and unfamiliar because I feel like coaching feels a bit more like um, you, you're helping your clients to get to get to something that they already know in themselves. I know, yes. I know for you, you, you understand this because yes. you're um, a <laughs> therapist. Yes. And so that to me felt unpredictable. Like what could what could come up? You know what? <laughs> right? Yeah, what, I could see that. Be okay, right? Yeah, because when you then, write a lesson plan, like you already know, you were already thinking about all of the what ifs and coaching. Yeah, that is kind of an unknown because there's another person involved. Yeah, you're trying to dig, you're helping them to dig into where where is where is the block coming from, or what mm-hmm. what feelings are coming up. And for me, like personal growth is is so important to me and I, I love personal growth, but it can be so uncomfortable. Yes. In the growing pains. And I think that was also a part of it because being coached myself by my coach, uh-huh. sometimes it just feels so uncomfortable. But I know in the end it it's so much better. But to get through that, that feeling of uncomfortableness in me, in me is just it just goes like uh and so I think that was another piece of it. I was going, I was associating the coaching with my own uncomfortableness. <laughs> okay. That makes sense. Yes, that definitely makes sense. So is there, was there a moment where it just kind of all made sense or what was that moment for you? I guess is the better question when it just all made sense and it just, those fears and those, those roadblocks started to just kind of fade away. I think it really helped because my coach, that she would be my first copy coaching client because she, okay. she really wanted to learn copywriting for me, but also, you know, get through some blocks around uh, wanting to write to for her business. Mm-hmm. And so she actually helped coach me as I coached her. <laughs> it got really meta. <laughs> yes. Wait a minute. I like that. I mean, I know it's kind of a messy thing in a sense, but like it, Sounds like you both gave each other what you needed. Yeah, she is just so amazing. And she just was totally new. She's like, I, you know, I want to be your first client and I'm going to help you learn how to coach. And that really helped me to see, like, what does that involve? You know, what Mm -hmm. kind of techniques you can use to help. And that helped me just to feel confident and to like work things out with her. And I felt like, cause we, we have worked together for so long okay. and built that trust. And so yes. it felt safe to be able to try these things with her where, you know, she said, Oh, you know, why don't you try, try, try this technique. And I said, I said, okay, let's try it out. And I, you know, I felt a little unsure at first because it's, you know, my first time. And mm-hmm. then being like, oh, okay, yeah, I, I can do that. Look at the amazing transformation that can come. And so I think that really built my confidence there. Okay, I like that. So in this journey that you've been on, what do you feel like have been some pivotal, additional pivotal moments or moments for you where you 
just kind of had to make a decision. And on the other side of the decision was kind of everything you want in a sense. Ooh, yeah. I felt like last year for me was a huge personal growth year. And that's when I was working with my uh, business coach, who's also an intuitive coach. And I think for me, it was, it was really realizing like how I was functioning in Mm -hmm. my own business and still burning out. And that's why I wanted to leave teaching was because I was just burning out every single year and trying to leave it, but couldn't figure out how to, how to leave. And then finally leaving and realizing I just brought it all into my own business. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, yes, because it it fits, right? You're still teaching. It's just a different type, I guess, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. And just, just feeling like I still have to, I have to be hustling and I have to have like having to do things that I really didn't have to be doing. So one was, you know, I had uh, my second son uh, almost exactly a year ago and I was trying okay. to grow my business. I had a newborn and I was like hustling and I was just mm-hmm. trying to be so ambitious and found myself burning out, you know, when, when he was two months, which makes sense. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's a lot. That is a lot. Yes. <laughs> so. Do you feel like there was like a, almost like a survival instinct that just kind of showed up that, that led you to feel like you need to hustle that way? Or was it the, you know, other people's business? Like, what do you feel like was adding to the desire to hustle that way? That's a great question. I feel like it started to really ramp up when I was about, I think seven months pregnant. And I think maybe that was the, there was an instinct part, Mm -hmm. like that, that nesting. Yes. And then it brought it into my business going, okay, I, 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 this is where I want to go. I want to grow in this, in this way so that I can help support my family. Yes. Financially. And then it got a bit out of control (laughs) because I was just, I think also the other piece besides that nesting instinct was like seeing what everyone else was doing online, Uh seeing where they were and saying, oh, why am I not there? And realizing, I mean, it it took me last year, like a full year of a lot of digging to realize, you know, like not everyone's in different, they're in different positions, they're in different life uh, phases, you know, I have two very young, (laughs) young children. And so it's just a very different life phase and what I, what kind of energy and time I have Mm -hmm. to be able to put into that, but also wanting to spend time with them. So definitely, definitely. I, you know, and I think that's, you, you touched on something where, you know, seeing what other people are doing and then you see these, not that your coach sounds like your coach is amazing. They didn't do that, but there's some coaches that put out messages that make it seem like if you're not doing this by this point, you're not going to be successful. You're going to be behind, but then having to like balance that with, no, I have two small children that I have to pour into as well, or that I, and I want to pour into. Yeah. So that, yeah. Yeah. I met my coach uh, when my baby, my newborn was about, I think three months old. It was, I call it divine intervention because I, what I was in before that was in this uh, group program uh, to grow my business specifically. And that's where I felt like I was just, 
I was like hustling in a place that was not healthy. And then the program ended. And right then it was when I had met that coach and I was able to unpack so much stuff (laughs) that has really imagine. Oh yeah. I feel like I'm, I'm working from a much better space now. Okay. That was my next thing I was going to ask you was how's the burnout balance now? So much better. (laughs) I just, you know, having or done like one of my goals is being kind to myself, being compassionate to myself, you know, that's something that is, it was hard for me to do. And now I I feel like I'm in a space now where I'm like, it's okay. It's okay where I'm at. It's okay to be chipping away at, you know, just showing myself kindness. So I'm definitely feeling in a much better place, but I know it is like a lifelong, (laughs) lifelong journey. I'm continually going to be learning. (laughs) Yes. And, you know, I think that's something that is, I don't know, for me, it, it helped me to reduce my anxiety, to realize that learning is lifelong and there's beauty in that, but there's also a sense of peace that you don't have to rush on mm-hmm. everything because it's lifelong. You're going to learn lessons really every time you open your eyes is a potential to learn something new. So yeah. that's so true. Yeah. That feeling of peace, that, mm-hmm. that is how it feels more of, which doesn't mean that I feel it all the time, but right. Um, it more, more often than not <laughs> versus, you know, one year ago, how it feels now feels much more intentional in a, in a space of, of being kind to myself and knowing, you know, I'm just moving the needle forward mm-hmm. little by little. And it's, you know, I might not see the difference until six months later and that's right and that's okay yeah 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 so any as we kind of wrap up since we do like to keep these episodes short is there anything that you want the listeners to just absolutely know that they need to take with them as we as you part ways Mm. um i would say you know investing in your personal growth and personal development is huge so huge. Yes. Um, and it can look in a lot of different ways. For me, it was working with my coach. And that made such a big difference for me. It could be, you know, uh, working with a therapist, it could mm-hmm. be finding your community of people who are who are like minded and trying to, you know, unplug from whatever it is they're trying to unplug from. Yes. Um, yeah, we're we're not alone in it. And it even if you feel like you are, if you reach out to someone, I, that person will probably say, thank you for sharing that. You know, I'm I'm feeling they might resonate that feeling the same way. And definitely you know, another connection right there. Right. And there's community in that too of like I'm not alone and we can probably do something to help each other because we're probably not in the exact same spot. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. So it seems like you're actually helping your clients do that and also doing that for yourself too. Yeah, it's a it's a cycle, I guess. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, I love yes, and all the, the clients that I work with are in wellness and well-being and mindset. And that's actually where I, I started to learn more about all this is because I was writing 
for them and realizing I wasn't practicing the things that I was writing for them, but I was like learning along the way. I was learning so much from them. Mm. Wow. So that's it, like a whole been, new kind of like it. I mean, that's another piece of divine intervention in a sense, right? Like, yeah, you didn't know you needed it. And then here you're yeah. getting it. Yeah, 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 it's true. One of uh, my, a few of my first few clients were all just in this well-being space and it, it just kind of happened that way. Mm-hmm. Totally divine intervention again. <laughs> and and since then, I just love working with them so much that I, I just continued working with them. Um, clients within that industry and I have really just learned so much <laughs> as, as I write for them <laughs> yes yes well last thing as we wrap up here is where can where can the listeners find you and I am going to include links in the show notes but where can they find you sure yeah so I am on Instagram my business name is desk plant creatives and so it's desk dot plant dot creatives and i'm also using linkedin more so i'm on linkedin you can find me there and you can search joanna homestead copywriter and i will show up in in linkedin there um and those are those are the two places that, that i like to hang out yeah i'd love to connect with anyone who resonates and i i i'm big on connecting so you know send me a message say hi um love to hear from you Yes, yes. Well, thank you so much for coming on today. Um, I've enjoyed the conversation and it's kind of has me sparked to thinking about some things differently already. So yeah, thank Great. you for yeah, coming on. You. Yeah, thanks so much, Brittany, for having me on. All righty. Until next time. Thanks. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I hope you found the episode insightful and helpful to you on your journey. As you all know, podcasts are rated by the number of subscribers and the ratings that they receive. So don't forget to hit the subscribe button wherever you're listening to this at and also leave a rating and a comment. I welcome all comments. Also, make sure you head over to the different social medias, Instagram at Brittany A. Johnson LMHC, Facebook at Brittany A. Johnson, and even on LinkedIn at Brittany A. Johnson LMHC and follow so you can stay connected to what's going on. Talk to you soon.